Hey guys, and welcome back to 90s Girl Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Sarah. And I'm Hannah. And welcome back to the pod. Things are getting much more regular now, and I'm very excited to be, you know, focused on things other than my life falling apart for once. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> we, we love it when the life isn't falling apart. I know, for once. I feel like it has been falling apart for the majority of my college experience uh yeah like I don't think that there was any point where I was like yeah I got my shit together now (laughs) I mean did I though no yeah I'm assuming it's normal for other people to feel the same way that I'm feeling or was previously no and I I was also a hot mess the year after I graduated like the years after I graduated college were way shittier than college so buckle up (laughs) oh yeehaw can't wait (laughs) (laughs) So I started my full-time job. This week is my first full week of hours. Yeah. But even last week, like having full-time job income, I cannot stay off of online shopping websites. I haven't bought anything. I have not pulled the plug on anything because I have buyer's remorse like a motherfucker. But I look nonstop, pretty much. If you need, if you want to buy stuff... um before you do, let me know so I can get you a link because I have like a reward style account so I can get commission off of your shopping. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. We can use that as uh, you pay me back for all the times that I've given you money and paid for you in the last 25 years. Pretty much the entirety of the last four years. Anything Wait, that we've how wanted old are you, 24? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the last four years. <laughs> yeah, that's okay though. Yeah. That's what big sisters are for, right? I wouldn't know, but... (laughs) I mean, I guess. I'll say that. That's fine. Works for me. What have you been up to this week? I feel like I have not asked you about your life, like, once in the last week. Uh, I mean, nothing's really been going on, honestly. That's good to know. I've been chilling. I mean, I've been working, but nothing crazy. I'm headed back up to... Adairsville tomorrow to shoot at Barnsley all day. That's actually Cartersville. It's like downtown Cartersville. Uh, The address says Adairsville. Oh, interesting. Isn't it like right next to downtown Cartersville, though? Uh, I don't think so. It's kind of like in the middle of nowhere. Oh, maybe I just don't remember. We had our bid day there one year, but like I... At Barnsley? Mm Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. Are you sure? It's like a whole resort. Uh, I'm, like, 80% sure. Let me check. There's, like, cabins in the ruins. Seems like a weird place to have a bid day. Well, it didn't look like that. Where were we then? Hold on. Clearly, I'm incorrect, but... That's okay. <laughs> well, what the fuck was I thinking of? I'm gonna have to figure that out now. I'll do it after. Anyway. Um, I guess anyway, I lied. so, yeah. <laughs> I'm going back up there tomorrow... Um, I love shooting up there. They're so nice. And so I want to come stay with you at some point up there. Yeah, I need to. Um, I'm not staying overnight this time, but uh, um, I really want to rent a cabin. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can go with the family. They're dog friendly, so we can bring Mia. 
be good. I keep scratching this box that's in front of me. I'm sitting with my laptop. Okay, let me set the scene for you guys because you can't see me. I, last week, moved back into my parents' house, which I swore up and down that I would never do in my life. (laughs) I was like, you will not catch me living in that house again. Never. But I'm only here for like 20 days, so... I'm not really living here. I'm only, uh, it's like a, one of those like long-term hotel rooms or something. (laughs) (laughs) Just temporary. Yeah. But so I'm sitting in the basement of my parents' house uh, with my laptop and my mic sitting on like a storage container. And I already know that I'm going to hear the dog running around, our parents going up and down the stairs, just all the things, you know? Yeah. I'm already prepared for it, but I keep scratching. That's just how it goes there. Like you can't, they don't do anything quietly. Oh, no. Never. <laughs> Not even if their life depended on it. They couldn't. <laughs> then again, like, Sorry, they are kind of running a zoo, so we can't... There we are, can't like, 85 cats and a giant dog in there, and then Daddy. <laughs> he fell asleep on the couch last night while we were watching Harry Potter, and the sounds that he was making... <laughs> I was like, are you okay? Like, are you good? Do we need to check on you? first of all he fell asleep with the blanket on top like over his head so we were scared he was gonna suffocate himself (laughs) and then just the the sounds the dad noises the dad noises. i'm not surprised though no not surprising for him you know how you know how he is (laughs) yes dad noises yeah all right sis what are we talking about today so i thought that it would be nice to talk about books that we read when Mm -hmm. we were kids because i and like revisiting a lot of books that I read when I was younger. Yeah. And I thought that I would enjoy talking about it on the podcast. Let's do it. Do you want me to start? Um, yeah, why don't you start? Well, my books are probably from later. Because I had a couple that um, I like really wanted to talk about. Yeah. Okay. I have a I have a short list of this kind of takes me through high school, but um it starts in elementary school. Okay. Yeah, mine so, go through middle. Mine, mine are primarily middle school. Okay, so my first book slash series is um, the Junie B. Jones series. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but she was kind of a fucking turd. Kind of? She was the worst. Yeah, she sucked. She reminds me of one of, I'm not going to say who, but a neighbor Anyway, so I started reading Judy B. Jones when I was in, like, probably first grade or so. I don't I don't know when. I think those are the first books that I ever read to myself. Yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> I'm, like, remembering them, and they were really short. They were, like, 50 pages, and, like, the text was, like, size 42 font. <laughs> <laughs> but they were in chapters, so you felt like you were doing something. Oh, God, yeah. Reading a chapter book. That was, like, the most exciting thing ever. Like, oh, yeah. the most adult thing that you could ever do. And I read probably, like, 15 of these guys before I got too old for them. There were so many. I looked her up before we started recording, and there's just, like, my favorite one, my favorite title that I remember is Junie B. Jones and Some Sneaky Peaky Spying or something. <gasps> yes! I remember that one. That was one of the things that I remember most about Junie B. Jones is she always had some kick-ass titles. Oh, yeah, she did. And it was very, like, um, like quirky, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were all like that. Barbara Park, the author who wrote them, 
died at like age 66 of ovarian cancer oh my god that sucks isn't that super fucked up isn't that so sad yeah cancer kills everybody yeah when it's like not supposed to if it's not covid it's cancer literally um or it could be both (sighs) yeah that's true um so yeah that was my first like experience with chapter books Mm -hmm. and mine too i just i have very fond memories of them she like rode the school bus she did all kinds of like crazy shit and like she did something that was kind of in line with her was um amelia bedelia do you remember that book yeah i loved those books we read those too did i tell you about this no we i am sure i did we read those to our students when we were reading about or learning about idioms oh and we preface it by saying oh this is a funny book you guys will enjoy it and then that one student oh yeah at the end of the book was like was that supposed to be funny because <laughs> i did not laugh <laughs> that's so lame what a sore just a party pooper yep but yeah that book was funny um i remember actually so when i was little i really really loved reading i still like reading a lot but one thing that i remember was in first grade we got this like packet like a giant like almost accordion style envelope and it had velcro on it to close it Mm -hmm. and it had all these books in there and those were like the books that we were reading in class Mm -hmm. and I read so fast back then that I just like blew through all the books when I wasn't supposed to and I got in (laughs) trouble for it because I like straight up wasn't paying attention in class I was just like sitting and reading under my desk okay I just don't feel like that's like I don't think you should get in trouble for that correct but i also like wasn't doing what i was supposed to do well you clearly turned out just fine well yeah but like i don't know i was setting a bad example for kids that probably really needed to pay attention (laughs) all the dumbasses those fucking stupid little kids yeah that was actually something that i thought about when i was thinking about what i wanted to talk about in this episode i really used to love reading i mean i still do don't get me wrong i just don't have the time I don't have the time for it anymore. Yeah. And my cat keeps sneezing. I think he's having an allergic reaction to the basement. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I used to, I feel like I used to blow through books, you know? And I, so that was one thing that I thought about, like when I was picking the books that I wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. it was that I loved reading, but like it had to be a very specific kind of book. Oh yeah. I'm the exact same way. I was about to say that actually. That's funny. Like I only wanted to read like really girly books yeah and I remember where my fixation started I remember the book because I wasn't really into like the Harry Potters or so I started recently listening to um the Chronicles of Narnia mm-hmm. the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe while yeah. I drive just because I like wanted to listen to it again but I don't really feel like I was really into books like that right like not into like the fantasy style books Right. And I don't think I really started finding books that I loved reading until like maybe seventh grade. And I remember I stumbled across this book in the middle school library that I checked out and that book changed my life. What was it? It was Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I was mostly surprised that there was a book in the middle school that had the word thongs in it. And that's why I checked it out. I was like, that's underwear. (laughs) and then i checked it out and i read it and i loved that book i wrote a song about you it's called bitch in a uniform (laughs) 
And then they made the movie, and the movie was amazing. And it's still... I mean, is it amazing? I don't really... It's probably not the best movie in the world, but, like, it just feels so good to watch. I loved that movie. We That was one of the movies I remember watching with you. Oh, yeah. Like, In the basement. Lot. In the basement. We had it recorded down here. Yep. Yep. Aww. I loved that movie. I never read I'm the book. I'm gonna have to go watch that. <laughs> What'd you say? I never read the book. Yeah. I, that was where I... Like, I wouldn't have watched the movie had I not read the book. Yeah. But then from there... Maybe I was reading the other books that I was... That I wanted to talk about before... I read that one. I don't know. But then I moved on to these books. They were called the Gallagher Girl books. And it was, they came out in 2006. I researched it because I was like, when did these books come out? Oh, Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. Actually, it was called Angus Thongs and Full Frontal Snogging. That was the British version. And um, there were like four books in that series, I think. And the first one came out in 1999. And then the rest of them came out in, like, 2000, 2002, 2000, or 2001, 2002. When did that movie then, come out? Because I feel like I was way old. 2008. <laughs> <laughs> so you were. <laughs> I was a late bloomer. Oh, but, okay, so, yeah. Then the books that I read after that were the Gallagher Girl books. And the first one was called I'll Tell You, I'd Tell You I Love You, But Then I'd Have to Kill You. And it is about, like, a spy academy. Mm-hmm. And... I actually just bought this book on Kindle because I wanted to read it because I was talking about it with my friend Lauren. Is that the book set that's like, there's a book set down in the like entryway downstairs. Yeah. So I just bought them for Maya for her birthday Mm -hmm. because she just turned 11 and I think she's right around the right age to start reading these. They're like recommended for a 13 year old. So I think that she's, she can handle it. Yeah. And I just loved them. They were one of the... It was, like, girl power. You know, I felt like a badass reading them. Yeah. They're appropriate. There's not too much romance, so she's not going to get freaked out. It's more so just, like, some bomb-ass spies, you know? Yeah. So I got her, like, the whole box set because I just want her to have them in case she feels like she wants to read them. Mm Mm-hmm. But that was one of the second book, I think. 2006. How old was I? Uh, Oh, I was, like... I was... 10. 10. Yeah. So, but I read them after that. I read them in middle school, yeah. I think. And I'm sure I came across them because my friends are reading them or something. A lot of the books that we read in middle school, we read them because every single one of our friends was also reading them. Yeah. And we could all talk about them together. I didn't really have that experience. I think most of the books that I read in middle school were because I had one friend, the same friend who um, was the, the witch. witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I just, like, it wasn't that I wanted to be her necessarily. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't, like, infatuated with her or anything. I just, she had good taste in things. Yeah. And so I always liked I totally she... understand that feeling. I feel yeah. like I feel that way about my friends now. Yeah. Um, I get that. So, <laughs> okay, this is still, so... I don't know how to explain this. So when we went to fourth grade into our new school, that was kind of just like a new experience and everything was a little bit elevated. So Mm -hmm. that was like when we started having like language arts classes where we'd have a book to read and we had to read, you know, a book. Got summer reading lists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then we'd have like the books in class where, you know, this week you have to read chapters five and six or whatever. 
Um, and the, the worst first, assignments ever. The first book that we read at that school was The Giver. <gasps> that book still to this day makes me cry. Okay. I have some thoughts on The Giver. Okay. What's up? I'm going to share them with you. Okay. Please. Yep. Let's hear it. Okay, first of all, The Giver is set in this, like, dystopian future where kids are, like, assigned to people and, like, they have a number and they have a name mm-hmm. and... Like, people are, like, birthers. Yeah, like, you're not... Your parents aren't the ones who birthed you. Like, there's people who birth and then there's, like, your parents and you're assigned to yeah. everyone. Um, you don't make any decisions. You don't pick your job. You, like, get assigned your career when you're 12. Mm-hmm. And then when you die, you're released. It's not even, like, death. Yeah. I just read a Sparknotes version of this book, like, earlier. This shit makes no sense. Yeah. Makes no sense whatsoever. They see in black and white. Oh, shit. And they take, they get an injection every day. Uh, what the fuck? This is, this is what is going to happen now that Joe Biden got elected. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> are we changing our political affiliation right now that's what everyone's that's what everyone's scared of because joe biden is a socialist oh which basically is communism (laughs) just kidding (laughs) whatever everyone that was a joke um anyways basically i have the reading comprehension of like a five-year-old so that's probably (laughs) why this shit doesn't make any sense to me i can read like uh non-fiction like self-help books i can read the shit out of those but find me a novel i'm like i don't know what happened but i finished it i'm reading um 1984 by george orwell right now why are you reading that (laughs) because it's fascinating um okay and so that one i'm trying to like pay close attention to so i actually know what's happening yeah but basically i just remember people being gung fucking ho for this book and I think I was too. Like, I remember, like, later on being like, I loved The Giver because I felt like I was supposed to say that. Yeah, I really did love that book, though, actually. <laughs> is it good? Maybe I'll read it yeah, again. Yeah, it is good. And the movie was amazing. I did didn't you watch, watch the, the movie? movie. The scene at the end where he, I guess it's like when he's going down, you know, at the end of the book where he's like going on the sled. No, I have no idea what happened in the book. <laughs> <laughs> Truly no idea. <laughs> okay, well, the scene at the end, you should watch that movie. But there's a scene at the end where he's going down, he's on a sled, and he's going down, and he's, like, receiving all of the, like, he's getting all the memories. Like, I guess he's just, like, turning into, like, a normal human or something. hmm And the scene in the movie with that is just unreal. It gives me chills. Like, I have chills right now thinking about that scene. Mm-hmm. It's I'll have to watch it. So it makes you realize like how beautiful and amazing the world we live in is. Like even though you know sometimes it doesn't feel like that. Yeah. Oh, such a good scene. Like just imagine like being in a position where you don't make any decisions for yourself and right. There's no color and there's no there's no pain, but there's also no happiness. Like if you yeah. don't have the bad stuff, you can't also have the good stuff. Like it's just like people are just neutral. floating. It's like yeah. gray. Literally, the whole <laughs> book is just gray until the end. Um, oh, such a good book, Hannah. You need to, oh, so good. It really gives you a different perspective on like the world we live in, which I guess is like what you're supposed to get. But like, we're, I'm 11 years old in fourth grade. Do you think I'm going to get that out of the fucking book? Right. I was really? like, I'm just trying to get through this so I don't get in trouble for school. <laughs> right. I just need a grade in the grade book. I need to get a good grade on this little reading quiz. Yeah. I definitely think that I lied when I told people that I love The Giver because 
I don't I don't know that I even finished it. <laughs> Give it a second try. It's worth it. Okay. And then I feel like the next thing that I really loved was a series I read in middle school. Okay. Two Which series was? I read in middle school, actually. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so are you ready for me? Do you want to go? Okay, wait. I want to hear one of your series in middle schools, and I'll tell you my series from middle school, and then you can tell me the other one. Okay, so my first series is the Mediator ser- series. Yes, we talked about those. Yeah, we talked about this when we talked about ghosts, because it's basically about a ghost. But yeah, um, basically, this girl, Suze, moves to San Francisco with her mom. What's her name? Suze? Suze. Susanna, but like she goes by Suze. Oh, okay. So her dad dies because it's Meg Cabot, and Meg, da- uh, Meg Cabot kills all the dads. Yeah, always. Um. And they always live in San Francisco. We've covered this. (laughs) Yep. So she moves with her mom and her, like, they're moving in with the mom's new, like, boyfriend family. Although, I don't know. I guess she's moving, like, from New York or something. And I'm like, how did the mom meet a boyfriend in San Francisco? Right, back in the day. There's some plot holes. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so she's, like, not really happy about living in warm, sunny. Why? Well, I guess San Francisco really isn't warm. Right. I was going to say San Francisco is not warm and sunny. <laughs> Maybe it's San Diego. Oh. I, things it, are changing. It's San Diego because there's a very, like, rich... Actually, I don't know. It's San something, and it's got a very rich, like... Would you like me to Google it while you're talking? Kind of. It's got a very rich, like, Spanish culture. Like, there's, like, the mission and stuff like that, and I would imagine it being san diego but san francisco also kind of has stuff like that so i don't see anything about her moving just google where is the mediator series set i did oh i didn't write i didn't say set carmel 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 california okay (laughs) (laughs) anyways Either way, you were wrong. <laughs> it's, like, somewhere beachy. I'm pretty sure she can see the ocean from her window. And she doesn't like that. And I'm like, bitch, what is wrong with you? Like, who doesn't oh, want to see the fucking ocean from your bedroom window? An angsty bitch. Yeah. In a Meg Cabot book. Tattoo. Whatever. So, basically, she moves into this house. And, like, <laughs> her, she's got, like, two stepbrothers. And she calls them, like, Sleepy and Doc or something. After, like... <laughs> uh snow white's dwarves but Mm -hmm. they have real names but i don't know them and she gets in there and the whole like thing about her is that she can see ghosts but she can also like touch ghosts which is important to the plot of the book series Uh (laughs) um so basically like she still can like talk to her dad and he's like come with her to move to california and um how did he get there <laughs> that's a good question <laughs> you know spirits are supposed to be like stuck somewhere i don't know man anyway but anyway so she gets to her new room and there's this like sexy spanish ghost in her room and she's pissed about it because she's like this is my room i need to be able to change in here and like you're here and you need to go and he's like no man this is my home like i died here i stay here has she always been able to see ghosts i think so yeah oh okay so it's not like like she's not scared of them she's not surprised by him but like basically it turns into this whole like multi-story multi-book love story between her and jesse the ghost and it ends with her like 
somehow bringing him back to life. What the fuck? So they can, like, be together in real life. Like, she goes to, like, the afterworld and, like, gets him. And it's just, like, crazy shit. That's some Sabrina-type shit. But, yeah, it was it was my favorite. It was, like, just the perfect amount of romance that I was into. Because I think that's the only kind of book I like is, like, romance books. Same. Well, same. We'll go ahead and say same. But that's romance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that I liked more like there had to be something else going on you know like the one book that I read or the one series that I read was about spies then the other series that we all were reading and this is what I mean when I say like everyone just read the same books that everyone else was reading like we passed around the pretty little liars books Uh uh-huh um between our friend group like when one was done we would pass it on to the other interesting and yeah we that's we just it was like a book club yeah (laughs) That's nice. Um, and that's that, fun. Yeah. But that was the other, that was one of the other series that I loved when I was growing up. Pretty Little Lies. I never read that either. Mm-hmm. I only like saw the show. Honestly, like they like weren't that good. The okay. show or the books? Both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I think about, I was going to get that book for Maya, but then I remembered that one of the like 16 year olds in the book fucks her teacher in a bathroom oh. in like the second chapter of the book. Not in the school bathroom, in a bar bathroom before she knows that that's her teacher. But, like, they're like, well, that was illegal. Haha, <laughs> Oops. And then they just move on. Yikes. I mean, they don't. Like, he gets, I guess he gets, like, fired for it or something. I don't know. I don't remember how that book went down. But, like, when I thought about that and I wanted to give that book to Maya, I was like, mm, let's not. The I don't older, want to be responsible for that. The older I get, the more creepy it is that she was, like, dating a teacher. Right. I'm like, that's disgusting. Like, when I think about 16-year-olds now dating is like, that, that's wrong. Yes, yeah, I don't even think an 18-year-old both- needs to be dating, like, anyone older. Okay, so after I basically binge-read the entire Mediator series, I was introduced to none other than the Twilight series. Bitch, I was going to talk about those. We can both <laughs> talk about them. That was going to be the one after you said yours. That was going to be what I talked about. All right. Because I think that I read those books probably seven times each. Yeah. Like, I just, I read them and then I finished it and then I started it over. Yeah. I I know that I read at least the first one twice. Yeah. It was all I did. They were, and they then. were so fucking bad. I know, and I was going to spend the time to reread them because I still have them, but I don't know if I want to waste the time. No, don't do it. I would rather watch the movies because they're equally as bad. (laughs) And it only takes two hours rather than, like, a week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have some adult book recommendations. Not, like, adult-themed book, but, like, grown-up book recommendations for you. Okay, good. I need them. I mean, I have eight billion things that are on my reading list right now. Yeah. But yeah, so I got, um, they made the new, I guess it's Twilight from Edward's perspective. What's it called? Midnight Midnight Sun. Is it? With the pomegranate on the cover? Yeah. (laughs) It is, Sarah, when I tell you this book is terrible, it is the worst writing I have ever read. And I used to write fan fiction when I was Did you read after? What? Did you read after? After was better. 
Are you fucking kidding me? Because After is really bad. Okay, After was bad, but, like, the movies... <laughs> the second one, I regretted... I didn't even finish it, and I regretted the, like, 45 minutes that I spent on it. Okay, the I first can't one never get whatever. those back. The second one, absolute hot Awful. garbage. Like, Awful. embarrassingly bad. Yes. Just imagine, like, having to be the person that was in that movie. Yeah. You couldn't pay me enough money. Like, Dylan Sprouse... How would it, what the fuck, dude? I thought we had higher standards than that. I mean, your brother's in Riverdale, so, like, obviously not. But, like, I think Riverdale is also hot garbage. Yeah. Truly. Oh, shit. I always want these things to be good. Yeah. But then they're not. Yeah, no. And what was weird about, I feel like I don't want to say this because I know our parents listen to this. But, like, the Twilight series is, like, the first, like, adult themed book that I ever read and I was just like it was like an awakening (laughs) yeah I wish I could remember like why I started reading them but I remember how it felt to read the first the the feeling that those books gave you are like very strong and like memorable feelings you know what I mean I was actually about to say that like I can basically remember like Okay, so I remember I got that book and I got a couple others from my witch friend. And (laughs) I had put off reading it for a little bit because it was about vampires and I was scared it was going to be a little, like, scary to read at night because I'm afraid. Okay, I thought the same thing. Okay, cool. I was afraid of everything. So I, like, didn't want to read it right away. Yeah. And finally I got into it and I was just like, oh, my God. And, like, you feel – I don't know. It's just, like – I mean, okay – Okay, so the book is set in Forks, right? Yeah. In, like, this cold, rainy place. And when I think about reading it, I feel, like, cold and wet. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, I can feel myself in Forks. Yeah. I, like, put myself in that book. Like, I was Bella. I remember, too, like, the feeling that she describes, like, when Edward left. Yeah. And there was, like, in the second book where it was just, like, the pages with the months. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. It just... But it was, like, the first book that I had ever read that, like, put into words, like, how it feels to, like, have your heart broken and, like... like <laughs> Yeah, at this point, I had relationships that were maybe three days long, so I just, like, didn't, I yeah. didn't get that. But I think that that probably is why you remember that feeling too is because you had never felt that and you're like oh my god like I feel what she's feeling like wow yeah definitely but like also in my mind I was like dating Edward Cullen so (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have always been the person that like puts myself in the things that I am reading or like I'm interested in yeah I my imagination is very vivid (laughs) we have a lot of fun me and my imagination (laughs) I, like, have, like, alternate realities. <laughs> <laughs> that takes me into it's my next book. <laughs> <laughs> That's embarrassing. But, like, I'm serious, Hannah. Like, sometimes when I'll be, like, walking, you know, back when I would take walks, you know, <laughs> in, like, September when it was warmer outside and I lived in a, my apartment, I would, like, go on my walk and listen to music or whatever and just, like, zone out. And, like, mm-hmm. imagine what it would be like to, like, be a Slytherin. You know? What would I What would I be like? <laughs> this is really embarrassing. And I'm, like, I don't know if I want to include this. But, like, but it's 
it's real life, you know? Yeah. That's just what I do. That's that's how I, you know, if I have free time, then I'm, like, putting myself in some book or some shit. Yeah. Or, like, dating Harry Styles or something. <laughs> have you... Okay. So, the other thing that I really loved reading in middle school was specifically Fallout Boy fan fiction. Yeah. Which I know you can relate to. Yes, um, I can. <laughs> um, And I don't know that, like, other people were reading it like I, maybe not fallout boy ones well yeah but like that was just i don't know i don't know man i mean obviously other people were writing them but like i never found the people who were writing them i felt so alone yeah and i didn't give a shit i was like yeah it. i Whatever. had i had you know the world was my oyster with one direction content and i knew that my ass was not fucking alone <laughs> Yeah, see, that was lucky. We didn't have Wattpad. No. How did you find them? Wattpad? Google? No. Oh. Uh, probably just Google. I don't know. But I had a friend. She and I were both writing fan fictions. This is really embarrassing. We, we were both writing them, and we would send them back and forth to each other. <laughs> That's really embarrassing. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Like, I don't know how I learned about fan fiction. You know what? I think when I first found it, I was like, that's fucking stupid. I was like, this is the dumbest shit. But then you found good ones, or I found good ones, and I was like, oh, wait a second. (laughs) One of my, I'll say this forever, one of my favorite, favorite stories that I have ever read is a fucking Luke Hemmings fanfic. Yeah, I read it though, Hannah, and I'm not gonna lie, like, I, I wasn't blown away. I loved it. I think just, like, the beginning of it when they're, like, they're still friends and, like, things start happening between them. Mm -hmm. It just, like, I don't know. I think when... I get it. When we read, we get to basically live a life that we don't have. Absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. That's why it's so, like, I don't know. You just... It's, like, It's therapeutic in a way. Yeah, yeah, like you get to you get to put this reality away for a second and like throw yourself into something else. Yeah. And it's so like especially if you find a good book or a good whatever, it's so vivid and so described that it's easy to put yourself in that position, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's just like no, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about No, like, I know, I know. I'm laughing okay. at, I'm laughing in a dream that I had last night. I just remembered it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were laughing about like Okay. No, I mean, that too. <laughs> so I think, like, I don't know. I'm excited to see, like, what kinds of books, like, my future kids read. And I'm excited to, like, get them into books because I finally got back into reading. Um, mm-hmm. And I do read a lot more, like, self-help and, like, business-type books now. But um, every now and then I'll find, like, a really good novel and I'll just yeah dive in. I read a couple of really good ones this summer. Yeah. Like, I read Normal People. I read that too, yeah. And I read, what was that one that you sent me in five years or something like that? Mm-hmm. That was a good one too. That Did one you read The Idea of You? I think I started it. You need to read that one because that one is literally a Harry Styles fanfic. <laughs> yeah, I think I started that one, but I don't think I finished it. That one's really good. And it's like, you're just like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty lusty. <laughs> That's funny. Vivid. <laughs> Got it. I'll add it to the list. Maybe read that. And after the next you thing move on. Out. <laughs> well, the next thing on my list is how not to be a racist. So nice <laughs> that my grandfather gave me at Thanksgiving. I ordered a book about racism 
from a local bookstore and then I forgot to go pick it up and now I don't remember the bookstore that I got it from. <laughs> Did you get like an email receipt or anything? Yeah, I don't I'm going to have to dig for it, but like now I feel bad, like I feel bad going and getting it now cuz it's been I think I ordered it in May or June. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, better late than never, I guess. But then also people had problems. People said it was mildly problematic because it was like a white person writing about racism. Mm, yeah. And they were like, like critics said that they should like leave that floor open for black people to. Sure. Not I just black people, but people, all people of color to like be the ones to lead that discussion. But then also it's like why do they have to carry the burden of educating everyone else? So it's just, it was, it's hard. I don't know what to do. (laughs) Yeah. You can't really win sometimes, which is, you know, it's just the way the cookie crumbles and yeah, we'll figure it out at some point, I guess, hopefully. Okay. So Twilight was my last book on the list. Is there anything? That That was a big one for me. Yeah. Because like I said, I didn't read the Harry Potter books until I got to be an adult. Yeah. Like, I finished those, like, two summers ago. I did read those growing up, but, like, I feel like I just didn't appreciate them until I was an adult. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to include them because I did the whole, like, midnight release, like, all that stuff, buying Mm -hmm. it right away. Um, Mm -hmm. And I read the seventh one, like, over the summer when I was in high school when it came out. But... It's just one of those things that I feel like I had to grow up a little bit to, like, really appreciate. Yeah, I feel that. I do – I am looking forward to, like, reading them to my children. Like, they illustrated the first, second, and I think maybe up to the fourth, and they might be working on the fifth. I feel like the fifth, sixth, and seventh maybe don't need to be (laughs) illustrated, (laughs) you know? Like, those are a little bit too uh, grown. That seems like it would take forever to illustrate those books. Yeah. I agree. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. That those are the big ones for me. I don't think I have anything. If I if we do, we obviously we can do a we can revisit this episode topic. But I did read some really good books. Um, in I think eleventh grade lit class. Interesting. What like what? Um, Catcher in the Rye. I don't don't think I ever read that. Uh, and then a book called Old School, which was like kind of similar to Catcher in the Rye. Both okay. about, like, boys who went to all-boys boarding schools and shit. I really liked both of those books, but I don't... I would need to go back and figure out what they're about before I vouch for them now. I'd have to sit down and think about the books that I read. I feel like a lot of the books that I read, like, in high school were just upsetting. Like, The Kite Runner really upset me. I, I threw that book that. at the wall a couple times. Really? Yeah. It, I did Like, read... really upset me. Oh, I got this book... I think I got it in New York when we went for spring break that year, but um, mm-hmm. it's kind of a funny story. Which we talked about the movie yeah. of that. But yeah, they. Um, I either got it before we went and read it on the plane or got it up there and read it on the plane. Oh, wait. No, we drove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, what fucking plane? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when I got it, but it was a good book. Yeah. And um, I don't know if I ever read that one. Maybe I did. I'm sure I did. I feel like I read a lot of the stuff that you read at one um, point or another. What made you pick up the Chronicles of Narnia again? So I was going to start listening to Harry Potter. Yeah. And I did, actually. There was a person who was reading it on Spotify. Poorly. Fucking poorly. 
so bad. And then I was like, you know what? I know this book like the back of my hand, truly. The kids that I nanny, they always talk about like the Chronicles of Narnia. Interesting. Um, they just have very vivid like imaginations and they play a lot of make believe games. Mm-hmm. Like I'll come over and I'll have a different character that I've been assigned every day. <laughs> and um, they talk about, oh, they like, they're talking about like when they play chess, they talk about how like they have a family rule where they have to say like for Aslan and for Narnia at some point. So it's just, I've just been hearing it a lot. And I was like, you know what? I would, li- I would listen to that. Yeah. So I got it on audiobooks when I was moving, like when I was driving to and from Kennesaw. Um, just on Saturday, I got it. And it's so good. I don't really. So the thing about books when we were kids, we listened to a lot of books mm-hmm. in the car. Um, and I think this is probably one of the ones we listened to. I don't ever remember reading it like as a book. I definitely remember owning them, but yeah, I don't know. But I remembered, I feel like I remember listening to it as a kid, so I figured I would revisit it. And also, I just like the music that I listen to right now. I love my music, but I just haven't been feeling like, you know, I just don't feel like playing it right now. I feel like I listen to a lot of the same stuff, so yeah, just needed a little break from it. So I've been listening to the book. Interesting. That book came so. up in that uh, Netflix show that I watched last week, slash... I put it on now when I go to sleep because I've already seen Which it. Which one? Dash and Lily. Oh, yeah. You keep telling me about that. I it's really re- cute. I need to remember to watch it. You should it. watch yeah. it. I will. Um, Text me the name of it so I don't forget. Okay. I just keep, uh like, I'll put it on and turn over when I go to sleep so that there's, like, background noise. Um, you are your father's daughter. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I cannot sleep with noise. It's not. It's not so much the ear thing. Like, I can sleep in silence, but... I just think too much. Yeah. I'm like, oh, there's 85,000 things that I should do. And then I can't do them right now because I'm like going to sleep. And so I just need to distract myself. Yeah, that happens to me sometimes. But having sound doesn't. I used to fall asleep to YouTube videos all the time. I used to fall asleep to like ASMR, like eating, not eating um, and not ASMR. But like it was eating. It was like people doing like mukbangs and yeah. stuff. I would fall asleep to those. <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what i fell asleep to actually it wasn't mo- well it was it was shane dawson's food videos <laughs> i don't know why i would i would watch those until i fell asleep <laughs> and then i would wake up like a couple of hours later and like see how many videos i had gone through <laughs> <laughs> i used to do that when i fell asleep to music too i or like if i'm in the car or on a plane or something and i fall asleep i'll like go back and see how many songs i slept through yeah i don't i do that too you, I would think that, like, falling asleep to music would be nice for me now, but it, I, like, listen to music too hard, and I, like, want to be in the music, so I can't, it's, like, distracting, like, the yeah. wrong kind of distracting. Yeah. I feel that. All right, I suppose we should wrap this up. It's getting long. All right, y'all. Um, Keep an eye on our social for some fun stuff coming up for the holiday. We're working on things. It's going slowly, but it's happening. You can find us on Instagram at at 90s girl podcast. Um, you can find us online at www.90sgirlpodcast.com. Not much going on there, of course, but someday things will be there. So just remember that it's <laughs> going to bookmark this. And then once we start doing more listener stories again, um, we will 
may or may not ask you for um, like a longer form story, depending on what our topic is. Um, if you have something just off the top of your head that you really want to share with us that we can maybe form an episode around, shoot us an email at hello at 90sgirlpodcast.com. We would love to hear your stories. We Yeah, do that. We feel like we're really embarrassing, but I'm like really hoping that maybe there are other people out there who like did the same weird shit that we did and also maybe read or wrote fanfics. So if you have like a bomb ass <laughs> fanfic that we should read, send it our way. Oh <laughs> my God. Yes. Send us any fanfics that maybe you wrote as a kid or something and we'll read them out loud. We won't put your name in it and we won't tell who wrote it. And if you want to create an anonymous email and send it to us so that we don't know who wrote it, that's fine. Oh my god, yeah. that would be such a good episode. I want that. <laughs> do it. I think we need to do a whole episode about fanfics, actually. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Except for I didn't start reading those until high school, but we can do it anyway. Who cares? Fuck it. Okay. Um. All right. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that was that's good. It on the You're so good side. at that. Oh, thanks. Well, you didn't. Did you say our email? Yeah okay yeah you're so good at those it takes me like eight billion years to get through the socials and i always feel like i miss something (laughs) so good for you you're doing a good job hannah all right friends i suppose that we will talk to you guys next week um look out for any posts that we post on instagram as hannah said so maybe you'll hear us or hear from us before then but if not then we'll see you next wednesday yeah tell your friends yes leave (laughs) a five-star review that's what we want for christmas is for you to tell your friends and rate and review us yes the end (laughs) all right we'll talk to you guys later bye bye